Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Tim Grubbs joins us, the voice of the wind surge. Hello, Tim. What's going on, guys? How you doing? How was that noon start yesterday? I presume you had a bunch of school kids out for that one. How'd we, that go? We did. It went well. I think from a logistics standpoint, it went really well. But Are your ears still ringing? Standpoint, <laughs> yeah. My always favorite part about those games is there's a pop-up to the shortstop and the kids go crazy and they think it's going to be a home run. <laughs> <laughs> so the, We didn't provide them much offense. You know, they didn't have a whole lot to cheer about. We only had one hit in the game. Yeah, so I went scrambling to look up the pitcher who started that game for Springfield and Found out he's a Rule 5 minor league guy without without very good stats previously, but that's the beauty of minor league baseball sometimes is that a guy can surprise you, right? It really does. I mean, you know what's funny about it is when I got the rotation a couple of days ago and I said, that name sounds familiar, and I looked back and he played for San Antonio last year and pitched very well against us. So that guy, know, even though we have a different lineup, there's still a few faces that are the same. He must, he must know something that a lot of other pitchers don't know about our hitters because he carved us up. Not only did he give up just one hit in six innings, or actually seven innings, he only threw 83 pitches. And at one point, I remember being in the fifth inning, he only threw like 50 pitches. It was pretty, it was pretty remarkable. What do you uh, think about the the offense so far? It uh, doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of power. I know maybe once the the weather start to war- starts to warm up, that'll change. And the power they do do have kind of came in uh, bunches at times. So is this a lineup you see with a with a high ceiling that'll maybe get it going once uh, the weather warms up a little bit? Well, Jeff, I certainly hope so. <laughs> but uh, it has been uh, a struggle, and that last week in Tulsa. Um, the seven, eight, nine part of the batting order was was, was re- really struggled. It was almost the you know we would put buys on base and we get then Tulsa would pitch out of trouble because we get to that part of the order and no one could deliver. We left a lot of guys on base and obviously got shut out twice there. So I certainly hope so. Statistically and trending wise, if you look back, April always is usually the lowest batting average. That pitching is always ahead of hitting. And I even looked at the team batting average from the entire Texas league. You know, we lost 10, nothing yesterday. So I was just trying to look for some numbers, you know, just to kind of pass the time. And not only a we down, we're down like 50 points, but that's a little bit different. The entire league is down as a hitting unit here through, you know, 16 games of the year. So I don't know if that's because 
some guys got less reps because of the World Baseball Classic, or I don't know what the scenario is, but I'm assuming as the weather warms up, crank into May, everybody will start hitting a little more. Tim Grubbs, our guest, voice of the Wichita Windsurge. So you've been around minor league baseball for a while now. I'm curious. I've I've asked this question to numerous people over the years, but we're in the year 2023 now, so I'm interested in your perspective. When you guys meet and you talk about uh, that day's game or the homestand or even in the off season about what you're going to do, how much does the strength of the team enter into a discussion when you're trying to uh, run this kind of business where you want people in the ballpark. Uh, what percentage of that uh, involves having a good team on the field? I think less than 1%, and I might even be a little high there, saying, you know, 1%, we can't control the team. Um, you almost, our goal, you know, when we meet in August and September, and it does take that long to plan the next year's st- schedule and purchase bobbleheads and plan these day games and set game times, we know that we have no control over the roster. So everything that we do from a marketing standpoint, promotional standpoint, is just based off of outside the lines. You know, we don't worry about, obviously it's all bonus. We've been fortunate year one and year two that uh, we've had a great team on the field. And essentially, if you think back, we were almost wire to wire both years. You know, we were always in first or second place. We were rarely more than just a few games out of first, even when we were. So we've been lucky, but no, we don't really talk about the, uh, you know, winning and losing. And that's, you know, it's just lanyap when you can get it added in. So what was the uh, Adam Wainwright experience like for you and, um, I don't think the Cardinals have, have said anything unless I missed it. Is there a chance that he will pitch again on Sunday in Wichita? So Adam Wainwright, I just saw it. In fact, uh, I just saw the report. We had heard the other day he was supposed to be his last start here on Tuesday, and then he would go to the big leagues. Obviously, he gave up seven hits, a couple of hard shots. I'm sure he he was supposed to pitch six innings. He came out in the fifth, so it was a little bit shorter than what he wanted. He's going to pitch for Triple A Memphis. They have not set the date, but we did hear that he may pitch Sunday um, for Springfield because the Memphis team is on the road. They're in Durham right now, but uh, the Cardinals did announce it earlier today. So I don't think we're not going to get him unless for some reason there's a change. It sounds like Adam will pitch in Memphis probably next Tuesday, as I'm presuming. Maybe Wednesday. They'll probably give him another day or two of rest, get him one more rehab start, and uh, tune up before he goes back to the big leagues. But I met him before the game. Great guy. Asked for a whole bunch of uh, restaurant recommendations and so forth. And he got his barbecue yesterday, got his steak the day before. So Do we he, know uh, where? He went to Scotch and Sirloin for his steak, and he went to Station 8 for his barbecue. Doggone it. I should have gone to Station 8. Oh, well, that was the place he was going to go there. We kind of all knew he ate inside or whether he got it to go. I think he – well, I saw the photograph. Um, the photograph is on Twitter. It looks like he got it – he ate it there. Cause it oh, looks like man. It, unless he <laughs> ate it there and took it somewhere else and put it on a table. You know, it wasn't <laughs> like he was eating in his rental car. But uh, he told me on uh, – Tuesday that the reason why you know he went to Scotch and Sirloin is because Station 8 was closed but he would go there tomorrow um, so he did get in and out in fact uh, he probably had to book it to the airport because I think he had a 1230 flight yesterday so he probably was the first customer to serve yesterday <laughs> afternoon. 
Yeah, here it is. Uh, Station 8, a lot of photos. It's uh, That's good stuff, Adam Wainwright. It's a great picture of all that food. I mean, man, <laughs> you could tell he's yeah. a professional athlete. I, I don't know how you pitch that. after eating that, but, hey, it happens. <laughs> So, Maybe that's why he's not pitching Sunday and he got pushed back to Tuesday. <laughs> so you haven't certainly seen all the teams in the Texas League to date, and and that's part of the fun of doing what you do is going from ballpark to ballpark and seeing the players. Do you see any prospects that have jumped out to you? You know what? Nobody great yet. You know what I mean? You think about it. We've been fortunate in 2021 we saw Bobby Witt MJ Melendez and, and, and Prado, you know, for the Royals last year, you know, obviously 2021, we also saw Julio Rodriguez who went on to win the AL rookie of the year. Those guys were like meteors. All four of those guys, you know, you knew for sure that these guys are going to be really good last year. Of course, Jordan Walker was impressive. I don't think I've seen anybody yet. Now we've only seen, this is the second go around with Springfield. We saw Tulsa, Anthony Paez, who played for Tulsa last week. Um, you know, he's trimmed down. He played for Tulsa last year, but he lost 40 pounds in the offseason. And he still has his power, and he's a lot quicker than he was. Um, he was playing center field for the drillers. So I think the Dodgers have got richer. You know what I mean? It's one of those things. They also had some really good arms uh, pitching-wise. Um, Frasso uh, is a guy that I was very impressed. He threw like 98 miles an hour. I don't know if he'll ever pitch for L.A. Because, you know, when you see a big-time prospect with Tulsa, a lot of times that's just trade bait, you know, at the deadline when they when the rich get richer and they get a little bit better. But I don't know. I did see some guys in Tulsa. But, you know, it's still early in the year. But, you know, we, we play Frisco in two weeks. So we'll start seeing some more teams as we roll into May. So when we were talking about uh, Kids Day yesterday, it made me uh, remember and think of uh, when you went viral earlier this year, um, when the kid was in the booth and you, got, you guys kind of got to call a, 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 a inside the park home run together. What was that like? Well, you know, that was fun. Um, you know, we were losing that game. I think at the time, like 13 to two and the kid came into the booth and I, I was, he was only scheduled to be on the booth for like three or four minutes. Jeff, you know how they, we get him in, yeah. talk to him three or four questions. And then the community relations person, you know, whisks him out of the booth and, and takes him over to the music area and all that, you know, continues with the tour, but we were getting beat up. The kid had some personality. He was nine years old celebrating his birthday. So I kind of kept it. Cause you know, we're losing by nine runs. Uh, you know what I mean? I'm just, I'll go with it, you know, let him have a little bit more fun and, uh, and he was a Royals fan as well, and a Padres fan, as he pointed out. I think there's these young kids are all rooting for San Diego, um, which is just crazy to me. I just never would have expected that. But when Luca Tresh hit the inside the park home run, and he said that kid's got some legs, it was really funny, and it did go viral. Minor League Baseball tweeted it out, and I've only called a handful of inside the park home runs, you know, in my career. So it was kind of at first I was kind of like, well, I kind of missed out on my chance of doing that, but. It was fun, and I'm glad that, uh, you know, he had a great experience, and a lot of people made comments about it. So I think that's what minor league baseball is about. We're here to, you know, mold the, the future of America and, and have them have a, a lifetime experience. Uh, and and how have uh, – I know the opening night crowd was fantastic, a, a record crowd for the wind surge at Riverfront Stadium. You feel – you you all feeling good about – the way crowds have held up and what's to come here in the spring and summer months? 
I really do. We would have had a bigger crowd for Wainwright on Tuesday. A lot of people just anticipated that we weren't going to play. And we got lucky, dodged a lot of rain. You know, you watch the radar. Really dodged a lot of rain yesterday for the uh, the kids' day. But Jay Miller, our team president's done a great job. I think we're averaging 4,700 fans a game, which is – I haven't looked to see where we were a year ago, but that's got to be at least 1,000 people higher than we probably were a year ago. And April's tough because we've had some 50-degree temperatures and, you know, there's – but we did get a great opening night, perfect weather. Obviously, the Wainwright game, we're happy to get it in. And uh, hopefully this weekend, we, it's supposed to warm up a little bit. We can get some big numbers. But I think we're – it's all positive, and I think we're heading in a great direction. All right, Tim, we always enjoy talking with you. Thank you for coming on the show. Uh, continued uh, good luck calling games for the Wichita Wind Surge. Again, Wind Surge home tonight, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday afternoon, uh, finishing up a series against the Springfield Cardinals. Thanks, Tim. Appreciate it, and uh, sorry I had some tough news. You won't be able to see Wayno on Sunday afternoon. Yeah, that stinks. Anytime. Oh, it's Saturday afternoon, 2 p.m. Maybe, maybe we can send the entire Cardinals team on a rehab the way they're playing. <laughs> Believe me, as a as an NL Central person my entire life or whatever, Pirates have always been in the same division as the, your Cardinals. I never doubt the Cardinals. We'll turn it around. They've, there's something about the Cardinal way. They always figure it out. Well, I'm not so I'm not so sure, but I appreciate your optimism. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, guys. Anytime. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.